Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Warning, this podcast may contain some strong language, spoilers for the Channel 4 shows Hunted and Celebrity Hunters, and at some point, a dog. As a child, we all played hide-and-seek, but as an adult, could you stay hidden and bag a share of £100,000? How well could you actually hide? Could you really cut yourself off and relax, knowing a team of expert hunters are on your tail? Hello, Chief. How are you doing? All right, thank you. More importantly, how are you doing? Uh, We're all right. We like a challenge. Stand by, stand by, stand by. Out, out, out. Up to seven persons. Seven persons. One, Short of jumping into the canal, their options are reasonably limited, and we also think they may have had a bit too much to drink last night. It's a BMW, Ben. We have got live telematics on the vehicle. You fucking beauty. Curtains drawn. Why are they drawn at this time? There's movement, yeah, concern movement. There is, there is movement in the property. Hunter team, open the door, please. Surrounded. My name's Craig. And I'm Nat. A few weeks ago, we discovered Hunted and are now obsessed. But like with every obsessive TV show we watch, we're left with unanswered questions. Like, how many splinters does Mark have in his arse? Is it 10? 20? 100 maybe? Oh, just get off the fence and pick one. I wonder if Lisa actually comes up with her own lines. Can we get back to the questions, please? Questions like, what would have happened if the ground hunters had caught the six fugitives whilst waiting for the hovercraft? Thank you. And did Loren ever get her yellow cagoule back? Welcome to the Hunted Podcast. This week, we're talking about beginnings, because everything begins somewhere. 
Whether it's a start line or a first chapter or even a first date, everything has a beginning. Even the fugitive's time on the run has a beginning. So far, we've had 10 launches, 10 different locations, multiple different sets of rules, and lots of fugitives trying to make their initial getaway without sticking out and being followed. I mean, if Jordan's in the chopper, I don't think they're going to have any worries whatsoever, (laughs) to be honest. Hashtag sorry, Jordan. Sorry, Jordan. Dear, oh dear, oh dear. That's what we're going to be talking about this week. Um, Mm -hmm. Welcome back to the Hunter podcast, by the way. Thanks so much for all your love and suggestions on social media. Really, really uh, appreciated uh, them. If you're not following us, easy place to find us at Hunted Pod on Instagram and on Twitter. And you can also drop us an email as well. Huntedpod at Outlook.com. Right, let's delve into it. We're going to be talking escapes today. Launches. Launches, escapes. You call it launches, I call it escapes. You say tomato, I say... Tomato. Tomato and all that stuff. Um, (laughs) Yes, escapes, launches, whatever you want to call it. That's what we're going to be delving into today. Because like you said, something has to start at the beginning. Mm -hmm. We have basically um, now finished... All of the Hunted episodes was finally caught up um, and we'll be delving into some interrogations very, very Ooh. soon indeed. So keep tuned to our social media to find out who, although given the stuff that's happened uh, you know, nationally over the last couple of days, yep. um, it might take a little bit longer than we anticipated. Maybe. But, you know, we, we'll, we'll stick at it. Yeah. So what we've done. We've basically sat down and watched the first 15 minutes Mm -hmm. of every single series of Haunted so far and written down the rules, the regulations and how each series was launched. Yep. Launched. Thank you. And how then the situations then the fugitives had to make their escape from. Yes. We nailed the definitions. Well done, Oz. Excellent work. Excellent work. So we will rank them. Uh, We'll go through them. We'll give our opinions on uh, each one. And at the end, we'll do sort of two things. We'll put together uh, a a list, um, a top 10, if you like, because there are 10. There are 10. Well done. Go me. me. Um, From worst to best. We'll also pick our favourites as a viewer and uh, also our best ones where we think we'd have the best chance of running from if that makes yep. sense yep um i think we should maybe start with what we think would make a good launch it's a difficult one isn't it because i think series six the civilian series mm-hmm. nails it in terms of being off land you've got to get back on land because they are literally trapped in one place yeah and the, the whole place is surrounded yes so i do quite enjoy that from a drama perspective yeah, um, good for drama. Series one is very, very different in comparison in terms of, well, we'll go through it later on, but they, they don't. it's the only one where they don't start as a collective. Yes. And then it mixes and matches between the hunters being on them straight away and the hunters being behind. Yep. And yeah. I think for me, what makes a, a, a good one, I think is, um, I think it's that thing where they are being followed straight away. I like that. I like that added pressure. I like the fact, I like the ones where they're not told where they're going to be. Mm -hmm. Therefore, they can't make any pre-plans and they have to think on their feet. Because for me, that is the whole idea of the concept of the show. Yeah. Thinking on your feet, being a fugitive, making snap decisions rather than planning ahead. Yes, I guess as a fugitive in real life, you could plan to some degree. 
but you never really know how things are going to turn out. So I think that element of having to think on your feet mm-hmm. is absolutely um, key. There are also yep. other elements that I can throw in there, which I will later on when we talk about the celeb series, which I think we should introduce to the civilian series. Okay. Um, which, again, makes good TV and makes it a good game. Yep. But in terms of, you know, splitting it down, I think it's when they have a fair crack at the whip. They start at the same time. Yep. It's a straight race. That's what makes... Um, a good launch for me. Okay. Um, I agree with the no pre-planning. I like the aspect that they're all panicking. They've all, they're all thinking on their feet. They're panicking about where they're going to go, what they're going to do, where they are. I like them not knowing where they are because then straight away they've got to speak to someone and they've got to trust the public straight away um so i like that and i like the fact that when they don't know where they are it sort of puts them level with the hunters because the hunters don't get much information they literally get i think an, a, a photo an e-fit type well not an e-fit but uh, a mugshot yeah uh, date of birth address yeah and age and, and yeah that's it and then, and they have then to they, work backwards from that and obviously in the later series they sort of get i guess an area to send the chopper to yeah jordan um so they get an area to send the helicopter to so they have some sort of i guess some sort of advantage because they know where the fugitives are but i just like the fact i like the launches where the fugitives don't know where they are they've not planned stuff yes they've got a few belongings with them but they've not got everything that they could need yeah and and it's it's that balance isn't it between pre-planning and not pre-planning yeah and i think you know i'm gonna let you in, listeners in behind the curtain here um this is the second time we've recorded this bit <laughs> because we got about 10 minutes into the the first bit and thought we've missed something out here so we started again in that recording we delved straight in and chose our favorites mm-hmm. um, and we went straight away to series six mm-hmm. i'm a little bit conscious that's that maybe because we've just watched it um, and, it's and, and it's fresh in our memories um but also i think the comparisons between six and one are quite vast so yes. i think we should actually start at one okay not necessarily go numerical through them all yeah but i think we should start at one then six and then sort of mix it up mix it up a little bit and, and, and go that way okay so cast your minds back hunted in series one was a very serious show compared to what it is now so the concept is still vaguely the same yeah you're on the run very very different even a different voiceover artist in the first one yeah it was the guy what's his name can't remember his name but you'll know who he is if you've watched his thief the wife and the canoe oh is it him it's the guy that plays the thief the thief and his canoe okay right yep got you it's him um and then it changes to the current one in the first um, celeb one. Anyway, the whole point of the first series was all about hiding from the powers of the state. It mm-hmm. wasn't about trying to win the cash prize and get the cash incentive. There was actually no prize in series one. Ooh. No prize at all. It was just about beating the system. Yeah. So with that in mind, the start is very different. It's actually the first and only series where the fugitives don't go together so they don't they are 
Are they given like an hour's notice? Yes, they are. I felt like you were going to say something. And then, no, uh, sorry. And then, uh, so I, I stopped for you. No, sorry. There you go. Um, so, um, yes, the hunters uh, are given a photo, name, address and date of birth. And fugitives are told at the same time that the hunters received that information that they must leave immediately. Um, and it's roughly about an hour, but it's never confirmed whether it's the same for each one because it was done in that certain way. Mm. There are other questions I've got about that. Okay. If you are, if they're doing it in that way where they're tracking it one by one. Which it sort of looks like. It's certainly edited that way. Yeah. Because um, Chief from Series 1 remember his name chief mcchief chief chief mcchief chief brett lovegood i think his name is chief mcchief chief chief mcchief chief he every single fugitive they get comes in and says we've got another fugitive yeah so that's even been done at the same time and edited well or there's it's been a staggered start which would make more sense it would make more sense if they're staggered because I'm pretty sure it was the camera people that were telling them as well. Yes. They were going up to him and going, you've got an hour. Yeah. Off your pop. And the first one we see is Dr. Ricky Allen, um, who had a rough hour's head start, uh, but it's never confirmed. Mm-hmm. And it's not confirmed whether or not all the fugitives start at the same time, uh, like we say. Um, so straight away, they're given that information, which is the name, address and date of birth. And because they leave from their home, yep. the thing is obviously to try and get surveillance in and around that area, try and get somebody to the home if they can. Vehicles. Yeah, get the vehicles to on, on tracking and things like that and, and trace them in that manner, um, which is a huge comparison to how they do it in Series 6. Yeah. Um, one thing I did find interesting about Series 1, it's also the most fugitives they 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 had. They had 40, oh, yeah. 14 fugitives and also, other than Series 2, the longest amount of time they had, Series 1 and 2 was both 28 days. After that, it got cut to 25 with n- between 9 or 10. I think it's roughly been 10 except for Series 3. Um, but yeah, so 14 fugitives all start and on that six. one. Sorry. And, and, and six. Sorry. And 6. 6 is 11. 6 is 11. There 6 you go. 6 is 11. Sorry. Excellent fact checking there. Well done. Um, so yeah, 14 fugitives, they can't track them all at the same time, even though, you know, most of them are pairs. I think, if memory serves me correct, it breaks down that there are two individuals and then the rest are pairs. So um, I think that's a way of doing it. But again, they can't all start in that same way all at the same time. So it must have been um, a staggered a staggered start. You have to look through your little notebook now, aren't you, trying to figure out if I'm right or not? I think... You are right. Thanks. Two separates, rest pairs. Who was the other separate? I think it was Adam Young. Yes, possibly. Yeah, yeah. Possibly. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, Adam Young. Um, And of course, that is also, by the way, the fact that, you know, we're presuming that they did leave separately. I think, I don't know whether that's a good thing as a viewer or a bad thing. What would you say? I think, I don't know. I think if they all leave together, then you know someone is gonna someone is gonna have an advantage because they're not gonna be able to watch everyone's details at once. Whereas if it's staggered, even if it's only like ten minutes, like go 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 go, 
there's that there's those 10 minutes where they can just focus on one set of people so they've got those details already on tracking and then they move on to the next lot 10 minutes later and then the next lot yeah what baffles me is the fact that actually in series one there was only four teams of ground hunters as well that's so not a lot for 14 exactly so that's a lot to track and then you also get very quick captures in series one as well you get i think well you've got like day four yeah, which was uh, our Mansfield captures. It was Sandra and Elizabeth. Yeah, well done, Nick and Danny. Um, and then you have a day seven, which was um, the accidental capture in the caravan. Yes, where uh, they were onto somebody else. Yes, and then you've got a day twelve, and then Ricky Allen gets captured on day nineteen. So there's a good, what is that? nine days yeah when no one gets captured before the end yeah it's it's a lot there is a lot sort of going off there and i think maybe having those staggered starts and being able to focus and sort of split your teams up a little bit and saying right um uh dave julie you're going to be uh on on this team you're going to focus on these team you're going to focus on that team i think that maybe gives the hunters a little bit of advantage and that's probably why we saw people get caught very quickly very quickly in comparison to you know the later series when they all sort of starburst at once and they basically which they do every series now is they pick the weakest they go after the weakest who's standing out who's not running well who's doesn't look comfortable and it's all it's less about here's the details follow this person and follow a process and more about follow pick off the weakest pick off the weakest and and follow who you can follow you are the weakest link goodbye there you go little wink for you well done done, robinson thanks for popping up on the show um (laughs) so let's in comparison now go to series six and and what we've just seen so we've obviously had series one basic rules uh, well we've got to say about series one as well which we'll come back to later on um, they were also given £450 in a bank account, which uh, they, they could uh, use. But obviously, again, it was there to track and yeah. tar- target yeah. them. Um, so we've we've had 28 days on the run, 14 fugitives all playing for nothing other than pride. Mm-hmm. The hunters were given a photo, name, address and date of birth. The fugitives were told at the same time that the hunters received the information that they must leave home immediately. Um, it's not clear nor confirmed whether all fugitives start at the same time and there were only four teams of ground hunters in comparison to series six where there were 11 fugitives 23 days and a team of 30 hunters in total so that does that include ground hunters and office hunters i think so it just said 30 hunters okay so i think that is split up between ground and office because I don't think there's as many people in the office because it's a post-COVID series. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they've probably reduced the amount of people in the office. And 30 for a, start, for a, for a while was the safe number, wasn't yeah. it? So, yeah, yeah, that's, that's your special number. At. There was probably about 80 in working in the background. <laughs> but yeah. um, so we have prize money in this one, share of £100,000. As always, as is the norm. Um, But this is the first series where they are dropped off on an island. Now, I like this. This is a clever way of mm-hmm. ramping up the drama yep. for me because the fact that they are, you know, on this island, the hunters also know where the island is because they've been told at the same 
time and they, they have to get there and they, yeah. they surround the island very, very quickly. They do. They get Jordan on a chopper. He was only about a day and a half behind. <laughs> Sorry, Jordan. I need to stop it because one day it's going to come back and bite me, isn't it? So. Sorry, Jordan. I'm sure you're very good at your job. Yeah. Anyway, um, the fugitives are split over two ribs um, and are dropped off on a beach on the eastern side of the Isle of Wight. Uh, so they're down south. Um, when they get dropped off, it is very windy and rainy to the point that private hire boats are stopped and I believe they get on the last hovercraft. Yes, they do. That leaves the island before they stop everything for the weather. And it's quite interesting as well because there's not many ways that you can make an escape from the Isle of Wight. You've got hovercraft, you've got the ferry, and that's it. Or you could swim. Or you could swim. (laughs) You could swim if you fancied it. Be quite cold and... You get a bit tired. But yeah, you can swim. Yeah, I mean, it's quite a big place, the Isle of Wight. So Mm. it's that thing of, you know, do you try and bed down and wait for the heat to die down or do you make an immediate escape? And it's quite interesting because, like we said in the intro, I think there are six Going on the same hovercraft. Yeah, that book on the same hovercraft. Yeah. And the hunters are so close to them. They are literally, like, minutes behind them. And if... If that hovercraft had got delayed for any reason... Which it could well have done, considering yeah, the weather. Yeah, it could have done. That would have been six wiped out in within, what, six hours, if that. Yeah, maybe even less. It would have been the quickest capture and the biggest capture in yeah. terms of the amount of people yeah. at the same time. What would they have done then? Would they have like drafted other people in? Would they have given them another go? Would they... No, I think they would have just stuck to the... the five that would have been left that's a massive game of hide and seek yeah yeah we would have got to see the big game of hide and seek which we all long for we all know it's going to be there (laughs) one year one year it's going to be there isn't it um so the fugitives didn't know where they were going to be dropped off love that and you can see in the panic in some of their faces when they realize that they are on an island that's what i want as a a viewer it's what i want because you know they're having to think on their feet but also as, you know, in terms of drama and in terms of the whole feel of the show and being as realistic as you can be to being an actual fugitive, mm-hmm. that's what's up there for me. Panic. They have to think yeah. on their feet. They've got to be quick. They've got yeah. to make decisions quickly. They've got to make a plan and stick with it. They've got to, to paraphrase Lisa, um, get off the fence and pick one. <laughs> they have. Yep. Um you can see them you can see them panic when they ask someone, How do I how do I get out of here? And they're like, Oh, I can drive you to the ferry And you can see their faces sort of go, Oh shit. Ferry? What why do I need a ferry? Where, where am I? You're on the Isle of Wight. Yeah. You are literally trapped. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it adds another step to their escape because they don't know where they are so they can't plan it so they've got to think on their feet of how the hell are they going to get out of there watching the start of that series it was very well edited by the way with Mm -hmm. all the music and and stuff like that as well watching the start of that took me back to primary school remember when you used to play hide and seek at a primary school yeah and you know you'd go and stand against the wall and put your hands over your eyes and go (laughs) 
One, two, three, <laughs> seven, 99, 100, ready or not, here I come. It very much reminded me of that with everybody being surrounded because all the ground hunters were there as much mm-hmm. resource they were as well. So you've got people on the ground, you've got Jordan two days, um, you've got Jordan on it in the sky, yep, watching, yep, tracking their every movement yeah. and all of that. You know, it is such a tense yeah. boiling pot situation. And it is right up there for me. And obviously, when once you leave the Isle of Wight, the hovercraft will go to one destination, which I think is Southampton. Yeah, we should have watched it for a bit longer to remember. And to write that down. You had series six, that's on you. Oh, I'm sorry. I've been to the Isle of Wight as well. And the ferries. How did you get over there? Ferry. Ferry, there We you drove go. to the ferry. Okay. Um, And the ferry goes to Portsmouth. I know that much. So there's only two places once they get back to mainland that the hunters need to be at. Which again is another level to it because mm. they know even though they might have evaded the hunters at point A, yeah. once they reach port B, they've still got to be on their toes yeah. because they'll have got CCTV tracking, monitoring yeah. in there. They'll be looking for vehicles. They'll be looking for suspect people. Mm-hmm. You know, they'll be making potentially making phone calls whilst they're in the mi- in the middle while to try and at that point because they'll know they're at the Isle of Wight then yeah they'll know where they're going they'll be then trying to arrange transport so they can look at the other elements like phone calls and things like that it is right up there for me yeah I'll be very surprised if that doesn't make the top three maybe even the top one yeah let's have a look at some other favorites okay go on um you have a you have a little dig you have a little look at at, at what you've got so we've got the two contrasting ones there what are you going to go for next are you going to go for a normal series or a celebrity series i am going to ask one little favor though that you leave one particular celebrity series to the end You you, you should remember which one it is um i think we're talking um about yes yeah yeah yes right okay i can leave that one to the end um Ooh. So what are you going to go with next? Um, I mean, you can touch upon a celebrity series if you want, because that is quite different as well. I think I might just go for the first celebrity series. Okay. Because um, we've got Blexley in charge here. So first celebrity series is seven celebrities, 14 days. As it all is yeah. for uh, Stand Up yeah. For Cancer. I think you get the odd change to like eight celebrities, but we've got seven um, Basically, in the first series of Celebrity Hunted, nobody could be asked to be partnered with Annika Rice. <laughs> no one wanted to be. Um, so, the first Celebrity series, they're all released from a central London location. So, they are all stood sort of in a circle with their backs to each other at Somerset House in London. Um, and you see the clock strike and they all just run. So, they're all there together that it's not like a drop off and run. It's a, they're waiting for the moment when they can run. It's almost a little bit like Squid Game where they have to wait for the... uh, (laughs) Green light, red light. Green light, red light, green light. (laughs) Never watched it, but we know that bit. (laughs) Gogglebox. So yeah, so they're all together in a central location. The clock strikes, they run. Um, And then Blexley gets a call an hour after the fugitives have gone so the fugitives get a sort of an hour to get themselves out of there yeah an hour's head start I'll, i quite like that as well because again they're not being tracked it's a different element mm-hmm. but they know that they will be tracked sooner yeah. or later and again it's because it's quite early in the chronologicness of is that a word chronologicness 
it is now. Chronologic- chronologically? Chronologically? I don't know. Chronological. Whatever. Um, because it's quite early yep. in the timeline of Hunters. Yes. There we that. go. We'll go with that. Um, I think they're still trying to play a little bit on the whole um, powers of state thing. Yes. Which is why they, you know, let them have the head start and then they're basically using CCTV mm-hmm. and then getting to London to yeah. try and find, getting feet I, on the ground and things like that. I believe they know that it is a central London location. Yeah. Um, so they know that what sort of area they're looking at. Because they get sent the footage as well. Yes, they do, yeah. So they get sent the footage of the fugitives going. Um, fugitives have got an hour and they can plan their initial getaway. So, yes, they're all running from the same location, but they all break off separately and you've got Steph and Dom just sort of... Just casually going for a stroll through London. Everyone else legging it. Yeah, and that is the the point because you get the CTTV and you see loads of people legging it. Oh, that's suspicious. And I think that's mm-hmm. trying to play up to that whole powers of state thing, trying to make it a realist uh, possibility and a realist match. Um, but again, it's that thing of, right, well, I've identified what he's wearing. Yep. Um, so I'm going to now look at this next camera and see if I can pick him up yep. there. What's he got on him? Has he got a backpack full of... Has he or she got a backpack full of supplies? Yes, right. Well, that automatically... Well, not automatically, but means there's more of a chance that they won't then need to go back to somewhere to collect some equipment. yeah. So they're prepared and ready. Yeah. Then you're looking for vehicles and things like that. So it's more of a game of dot to dot and drawing them together and pulling the ties together than Mm -hmm. it is um, following the Starburst live and trying to analyse on your feet. So I quite like that... Um, quite like that one i'm gonna put a tick next to that one because we've done that we've done series six and okay. um, forgot to tick them off as we go but there you go Aww. um sorry for the rustling of the paper by the way it's very very bad from us uh, and we've done series one um shall i move us on to um a- another one yes, uh, one where it's a little bit different Ooh, um, okay so i am going to go with a mixture um of the two and it is series four A.K.A. Blexley's Finest Hour, The Clean Sweep. Ten Fugitive, 25 Days, obviously all playing for the £100,000. Yep. Uh, The River Mersey is the uh, starting point in Liverpool, and they're on a speedboat. The hunters are given the names and the mugshots as per, um, and uh, Blexley instructs Paul Cashmore to get up into the helicopter and get eyes on... Uh, a speedboat heading into London. Okay. So, um, Liverpool. Not London. Heading into Liverpool. I'm not editing that out because we can't be bothered. <laughs> I'll just make myself look a moron. It's fine. Um, so, heading into Liverpool. I nearly said London again then. Um, and it gets eyes on and it tracks it to its release point at Canning Dock. And it's at this point where all of the hunters are gathered in front of the big screen in the office. Yeah. They know roughly where this is going, so the direction to the ground hunter team has been to get to Lund- to Liverpool as quickly as you can mm-hmm. and to try and get bodies um, on the ground. Some of them are further away than others because they yep. all start at random points in the UK. So I kind of like that, that there's a little bit of an advantage to the fugitives, but not, um, not a massive one. Um, and mm-hmm. then, of course, you know, once the, the, the speedboat pulls in at Canning, Canning Dock... It is from the sky with uh, Paul, who is able to identify the fugitives and provide the information back to the uh, 
the Hunters back at HQ. And Lorraine makes, I think for me, an early mistake and then yep. a quick recovery. Yes, she does something that I think we should we could all learn from if we ever go on hunted don't wear a color that is going to stand out yeah you are in a group of people who are all wearing all black yes i know what i'm going to do i'm basically going to put a neon sign on my head saying come and catch me yeah so she's got a yellow coat on a cagoule a cagoule and she also stumbles not long after yes she stuff drops out her bag comes undone i think and she drops stuff yeah she's not she's clearly not used to uh, the, the weight of the bag and yes. the movement with it yeah so stuff comes out of her bag so she has to stop and put stuff in her bag which sort of makes her even more of a target cuz she's got a bright coat on and now she's fumbling, so they're going to think, oh, she's a weak one. We can follow her. And she was on her own as well. And she was on her own, yeah. So there's no one there to help her. And she's just sort of there trying to pick all her stuff up and get away. Yeah. And that's uh, another thing where, again, the hunters are given that thing of being able to identify someone and follow yeah. someone from above. Yeah. And, you know... They are able to follow her because for they, a while they they've, do. They've, 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 she's got the yellow cagoule on, but fortunately she manages to use her head and recover a little bit. She does just right when there's a ground hunter team literally on her back. Yes. She ducks under the cover of buildings. Yep. She realises the mistake she's made with the yellow cagoule, whips it off, mm-hmm. has to tell the camera pe- person to, to look away, I think, at one point. Cause it looked like, you know, when you take a hoodie off and you're in a bit and of sweat sticks. and it sticks. There was very nearly a boob flash there. <laughs> Not that time on Channel 4. Um, so she gets the yellow cagoule off. She tries to get it in a bag. Yeah, but then she just gives up. Yeah, out of stress and frustration, yeah. ditches it. And at some point, has it on her toes and gets a, managed to, to get to an underground car park where I think at the third or fourth time of asking, she manages to get into I, somebody's I car. I don't even know if it's someone that she asks. I don't know whether it's someone that hears and they just go, you can get in my car. Yeah, it might. Because well, I think she asked somebody and they said no. Yeah. And then they sort of waved her yeah. in. And they had blacked out windows and away she went. And then the hunters obviously found her yeah. cagoule. Want to know if they gave it back to her? Yeah, I hope they did. If you can find out for us, uh, you know, you can if tag us. If anyone knows. Yeah, you can tag us on Twitter. At HuntedPod. Or on Instagram. At HuntedPod. Or send us an email. HuntedPod at Outlook.com. Excellent, yeah. And, you know, Lauren, if you're out there and you want to tell us about that experience, did you know, how did you find it? Get in touch. We'd love to hear from you. We've had a few people that have been on the show that have got in we touch have. as well. Going to be exciting interviews coming up very, very soon. So I quite like that series in terms of uh, the launch there. Okay. Because it's the mixture of eyes get in the sky quite quickly. Um, yep. But they're also given the option to recruit an accomplice to aid their initial escape. So they have got a rough idea of where they are yes. heading yeah. to. Right, your turn. Oh, my turn. Um, ooh. I think I, I'm going to follow on from you and I am going to do series five. Okay. Um, so we've got 10 fugitives again, uh, 25 days. But this time they only have the clothes on their back. Yes, big fan of this. They've got nothing else, no sleeping bags, no mats, no change of clothes, no food, nothing. They've literally got what's on their backs. And critically, they don't know where in the UK the van, the army vehicle, will stop. No, because obviously army vehicles, you can't see out of the back. You're completely blind to where you're going. 
it was literally a drop off back of the truck van thing lifts up go 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 and the HQ receive a phone call informing them that they're travelling in a vehicle. Steve Cotton this time gets to go in the uh, helicopter. But neither the chopper nor the ground hunter team could get there in time, which I find no. quite interesting. Yeah, because they know whilst they're on the move. So it's not they've been dropped off. It's they are travelling. And they get pictures of it and they get to track it. I think AMPR tracks it to its end destination. Yes. Yeah. But they follow it. Yes. But because they can't get there in time, it's almost that thing, you know, like in the first um, celebrity series where, again, their initial follow, their initial track mm-hmm. is by having to use CCTV. Yes. Yeah. And I think they ask people as well. So they obviously they find out where the, the vehicle stops. Um, and I believe they do get ground hunter teams there who then drive around and run around trying to see if they can spot people. Yeah, and, you, you know, you've got Steve in the chopper. Yeah. But his problem is, um, because they've only got the clothes on their backs, they're not easily identifiable because they've no. not got massive rucksacks. No. They're not all in, you know, the gear that they might might Mm-mm. think of when you, you're going on the run, like they have in previous series, you know, with the tight track suits and all, all of that sort of stuff yep. on the, the the outdoor gear if you like yep. they're not in that so actually from the sky because you know they don't just close the city to film hunted <laughs> this is real they you know these things go on whilst life is, mm-hmm. is normal so steve is having to identify people who could be or couldn't be fugitives and there are yeah. a couple of occasions where on closer ex- inspection they're perhaps not yeah, cause fugitives. I have a question. In fact, I have all the questions. Correct way of asking. You, reference, by the way, Toy Story 4. Um, you know when they're in the chopper? Yeah. Do you think they've ever seen people in the countryside? Oh, you know? yeah, I, surely they have. They must have seen some right side. They've got to have seen loads of stuff. On the heat source cameras as well when they've got the drone Yeah, on. or people like on top of buildings and things. Yeah. Anyway, anyway. Just, just popped into my head. <laughs> um, so I quite like that one. Uh, I, I quite like the choice that you've made there because, um, yeah, they're not, they know where it, they know where it is, they know yep. where it's heading, but yep. they can't get there in time. So no. there is a bit of an advantage, yeah. but also the, that swings back the other way because, um, you know, they are tasked with discovering their location and then have to make their escape. And if you put yourself in that situation. Mm-hmm. It's quite a daunting thing to think about, really. Well, yeah, especially if you're like me and you don't know where places are in the country. You know, if you tell me I'm in Bristol, I'd be like, right, okay. Um, where's Bristol then? Should we play a quick game of north, south, east, <laughs> east and west? <laughs> this is when everyone finds out that I know nothing. It also could backfire on me. Come right. on then. North, south, east or west? Yeah. Newcastle. North. Well done. Here at the end of the game. Yay! <laughs> Can't think of any more. I am the winner. I can think of others, but I also am not quite sure where those <laughs> things are. So, so yeah. if we were on the run and we didn't know where we'd been dropped off, we would th- ask someone where we were and then go, right. So whereabouts in the country am I? I would have to go with, what's the local football league team? <laughs> And I'd be like, oh, bugger, they're in the championship. I've never been here, so I actually don't know where I am. I'd be like, how close to the seaside are we and which seaside? Yeah. So there you go. Anyway. 
Um, yeah, I quite like that. Um, any other information on that? Um, Seven Crossing is it in Bristol, I think. Yes, it is in Bristol. Oh, we've got six Ground Hunter teams. Yes, like six Ground Hunter yep. teams. More Ground Hunter teams, the better. I think. Yes. So that's Series Five. Series um, Five done. I'm leaving the celeb series. Okay. In fact, I'll rattle through the celeb series now, okay. uh, except for the one um, which I'm going to leave. The one that we want to leave. I should have really have done series two when I did one, because they're they're quite similar. Yeah. So again, um, they're all together at the Tower of London. The hunters are told uh, that the fugitives start in London. Five grand hunter teams this time, and again, they're allowed to um, plan their initial escape, and they have supplies with them so mm-hmm. it's almost exactly the same really. pretty much so yeah there's, there's nothing on that no. one um so i'll tick that off thank you leaving series three for now because yep. it's, it's probably one of my favorites it's a good one um and then series four of celebrity hunted uh, again eight fugitives 14 days the hunters are told of them traveling by boat along the thames and i uh, think it might be mark who is in a chopper okay always like to know who's in the chopper um and they dropped at the Pier of the London Eye. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also Lisa Theka's first hunted. And she uh, has some excellent comebacks in that she series. She sure does. Um, and it's also the only series where it's ended up being one person that wins it. Just one yep. sole winner. Um, they had initial supplies with them and could arrange their initial escape from London. So, again, quite similar to series one and two of yeah. Celebrity Hunted. Yeah, it's just that they are dropped off somewhere instead of being stood waiting. Yeah. Um, which is a, you know a little bit different. So there yeah. might be a little bit of mystery in there, but again yeah. they're told. So yeah. it's, it's not a great one, is it? No. Right. Um, so we've got series three of Celebrity Hunted still to cover, yeah. and we've got two and three of the Civilian series. So where do you want to go next? Ooh. Um... Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Let's go series two. Go for it. Okay, so we've got 10 fugitives, 28 days. Obviously, this is the first series where we get a cash prize. Added incentive. Yep. Um, so, Blexley gets a phone call at 1.15pm. Nice, specific time there. It's on. It was on the screen. Was it? Okay. Yeah, I watched it. Um, Blakesley gets a call informing him that, that helicopter footage had arrived. Um, they also get a name, age and photo. Yeah, it's, uh, the footage is shot at Birmingham City Centre at 12.45pm. Therefore, the fugitives 
had a 30-minute head start mm -hmm. uh, in the location which was later revealed, I think, by Ben to be uh, Milk Street when he's talking to uh, some of the ground hunters. So a little bit of a head start, but 30 minutes isn't a lot of time in the grand scheme of things. No, not when you're in a city like Birmingham, which is quite... It's big, but the streets are... Quite a lot of the streets, especially probably where the warehouse is, are quite little. Mm. And it would be heavy CCTV, heavy traffic, heavy CCTV, especially at 12.45, you're thinking it's lunchtime. There's going to be a lot of traffic then. And it's a busy, busy city as well. Yeah. So, you know, trying to, you know, people are going to notice you. Um, yeah, you're like going to stick well. out a little bit when you've got massive bags running through a city centre. Yeah. And the thing is as well, they knew where they were going to, dropped off because they mm -hmm. were allowed to uh, arrange their initial escape yeah and they were all re released from the warehouse simultaneously um so again it's that thing of we're following the footage and then we're getting people to try and track their movements and go to those areas yeah but like we said birmingham's a busy city yes so would you ask somebody to go and um pick you up in the city center where there's a shitload of cctv and where you may struggle to actually get out at pace Mate, um... or would you say right can you meet me on the outskirts? Can you meet me in a suburb of Birmingham? Yeah. Can I get to a suburb of Birmingham? Or do you do a Nick Cummins and leave a bike somewhere? I think the bike somewhere is good. I think I would maybe... This this would be where changing your appearance comes in. Um. So I think you maybe have a car waiting, but not on the street. I'm thinking maybe have them in a multi-storey. Because once you go into that multi-storey, you're potentially lost. They're not going to know what car you come out in. And I think if you change how you look, maybe start off with a wheelie suitcase and have your bag inside. Yeah, and have, and have everybody, including us and the hunters, thinking, what the f*** are they doing yes. with a wheelie suitcase yeah. going on the run? Yeah, I think you've got, you've got to start off one way and change your appearance whilst you're in the car. Yeah, absolutely. Um I think that's that's a, a good way of, of doing it. I felt a little bit sorry for Nick because, again, he was on his own and it was a big, big stretch for him like we've talked about him uh, and his experiences before. But he nearly got caught. He did bless him. And then managed to get away. And you see that lovely shot of him going, excuse me, coming through and all, and all of that so stuff. Polite, yeah, so polite, bless him. It's brilliant. Um, so I think, you know, that's that's a good way because you get a little bit of a head start. Mm -hmm. You get to pre-plan a little bit. Yeah. Um, but it, the net is a little bit tighter yes, it is. than what it was. And don't forget, this is series two we're talking about as well. Um, so the contrast from series one is quite vast as well. Yeah. So it's almost like they were exploring it um, a little bit uh, as well. And if you think the people taking part haven't had that many series to watch mm. to take you know advice and things from yeah still very fresh at this yeah, point they're still learning and it's still all new to not just them but us as well yes yes and then it, of course it changes in series three and follows a bit of a similar uh, theme but it starts yep. to change in the direction that i quite like it nine fugitives this time and 25 mm -hmm. days so less fugitives by one and less days by three yes 
quick maths again. Well um, done. At 1 p.m., Peter Blexley delivers news that the fugitives are currently travelling together in a van towards Manchester. The helicopter uh, picks them up and follows delivering a live feed with the uh, mark of uh, splinters in his arse fame. Mark of splinters in his arse. Um, following and delivering the uh, live feed with Mark in the chopper. Mm-hmm. Uh, the hunters are given a folder containing key information on them, so that'll be the usual... Name, age, date of birth, address. Absolutely. Uh, there are six ground hunter teams um, who are obviously trying to get there and put the pressure on. The van drops them in St. Peter's Square, and this is the first time where they've not had chance to pre-plan their escape, although they nope. did know where... They were heading, yes. but just couldn't pre-plan it. No, they had to think on their feet. So they had, so they could think ahead in terms of, um, well, I'm going to Manchester, so it's familiar territory. I know, mm-hmm. I, I know, if I get here, I can go there, and yeah. such and such is there. But they couldn't say, um, they couldn't ring somebody up and go, uh, "Hello, Alan, it's Dave here. Uh, can you come and pick me up outside uh, Man City's <laughs> ground?" They couldn't do that. No, so they had no. to had to think on the feet yeah. a little bit and and, and move. Is this not Bob and Alex's series as well? Series three. I think it is, isn't it? I'm sure, I'm sure. Let me just confer with the notes. Are going to consult with the notebook? I'm sure they're series three. They are, yes. I could confirm that Bob and Alex are series three. So this is also um, the sing-along series. Yes, this is sing-along and get your tissues ready. Get your tissues ready, yeah, absolutely. But uh, again... Because of that, you know, they're not from that area. They don't know much of it too much, so they have to think on their feet. Yeah. Uh, again, because the chopper's there following them, they're able to identify them and, and identify the movements and things mm-hmm. like that and sort of analyse them. I like it when they're being followed from the start, I think. Yeah, yeah, I like it when they're they're straight on them and there's nowhere to hide. Right, should we talk about, arguably for me, the best, well, definitely the best um, celebrity-hunted um, escape um, yep. and start um, but also one this contains an area where I would like to see it come in to the um, civilian version yes it would be good so series 3 of the celebrity hunted um, 8 celebrities 14 days like usual um, the hunters are told of the celebrity fugitives being in a helicopter over London Um they are then told that the celebrities have trackers on their ankles and the hunters get access to the data from those trackers. Now, this is brilliant because if you think about, you know, mobile phones being trackers and things like that, um, I just like this whole thing. If you think about a criminal um, who's wearing a tag, mm-hmm. that is a tracker. They know yeah. where they are all the time and can track them. Yep. I like this because it adds an extra element of um, danger. It adds an mm-hmm. extra me- element of suspense and adventure. Yep. Do you stick? Because you know you've got the tag on. You know they're following you. Mm-hmm. Do you stick with it on? Do you try and get it off ASAP? And also the hunters will know if you've taken it off because it's likely to be static for a while because they're quite firm on. Yeah. There's only one or two ways that you're getting off. You're not just unclipping no, it. No, no. You need cut to cut shit. it. And you need something serious to cut that with. Who had the massive knife? Was it Martin a fire? Oh, someone, got a, someone went to a... Like, no, a it was Stanley. Oh, yeah, it was, wasn't it? They went into, like, 
some sort of workshop or something and you just grabbed a massive knife i think you've got to try and get it off quickly but don't leave it in one space place i think you've got to try and pass it off to someone else to take with them somewhere and sort of do like a big game of pass the parcel yeah that's a really good way of doing it because the hunters don't know um that you are um you know basically following that they don't they don't no. know that that you've taken no. it off they have to make a gamble yeah and you see the one where i can't remember which pair it is but i think it's somewhere like a, a farm or something it's left in a in a a load of th- manure or something i think that's stanley and toff again yeah and they're thinking that oh they, have they stayed there because mm-hmm. they know somebody there because yeah they did know somebody there yeah to get it off have they stayed there and they're now trying to plan an escape mm. or you know have they dumped it and they have to yeah. take the risk and they the risk they it didn't pay off in no in, in that occasion but and yeah because they they escaped by plane or something uh Mm, no that was jean christophe uh, and aldo yes. and they left a message didn't they? yes they took it to one airfield left them at one airfield and then hot footed it to another and got on a plane at another airfield so they sort of took them on a little wild goose chase i guess yeah um and made them go to somewhere that yeah they weren't at I, I like that element. I just felt it added a nice bit of um, added tension. Yes. Um, it gave the office hunters something to do. It mm-hmm. gave them an extra element to think about other than just the pick off the person in the yeah. yellow top. It's And it was more than just CCTV. Yeah. It was actual tracking technology, that kind of thing, not just watching where they go. I really don't get why they didn't stick with that in series four, why they reverted back. I don't know, maybe they maybe they didn't want to use it too much and it get old. Yeah, but they might they might bring it back at some point, we don't know. They need to bring it back for the civilian one. Um, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you my thoughts at the end. Remind me to do this, um, of what I think combining them all, what would be the best what I'd like Ooh, to see okay. for series seven maybe. Okay. Um but we have to move on now to what we would choose as our favourite as a viewer. Okay. And our favourite as um, if we were fugitives, which situation Ooh. would suit us the best and which okay. wouldn't. So I'm going to put that on you first because I'm now starting to compile right. my top 10 okay. <laughs> of, uh, of escapes. Um, okay, so, so where am I starting? With best to watch? Uh, yeah, go best to watch. Okay, yeah. can I combine lots of different if elements you, yeah but you have to ultimately pick one in the end what that's my favorite yeah well yeah, i can do that bang as a series you gotta do that i can do that but i think um do you know what i'm just gonna go straight in with my best okay my best is series six okay because they're on an island they don't know where they are they don't get to plan they're straight in with ah shit how do i get out of here what do i do with that added element of uh i'm on an island i can't just get on a train get in a car and be out of here it's the best series to watch but i don't think it would be the best series for us yeah the best situation for us i think the best situation for us would be some being told where we're going to be because then we could look on a map and know whereabouts in the country we are 
Um, Snap test. Cornwall, north, south, east or west? That's right down south and it takes forever to get there. Sort of like south west, isn't it? Yeah. tucked in a little yeah. corner. Yeah. See, I know that. Well done. Um, and when you drive back from there, there's animals in the road and you get stuck for ages. Um, so knowing where we are so that we can plan, even if, you know, we don't have everything with us, just being able to plan some sort of exit, I believe, would be best for us. Best as a viewer? Best as a viewer? Yeah, which one did you like, enjoy watching the most? Uh, series three of Celebrity. Excellent. So, yeah, there you go. Right. Um, what would I choose? So best for us i agree we'd it have to be one of the ones where you're allowed to pre-plan mm-hmm. we need to know where we're going yeah we need to know we need to have some way of getting out of there yeah so the ones any which include you know being able to take your own equipment being yeah. able to arrange a lift mm-hmm. they would suit us better than thinking on your feet yeah we could think on our feet but i think we'd get caught very quickly i think we would yeah um we'd stand more of a chance if we were allowed to pre-plan yeah. and pre-escape um, best as a viewer, you can't look past series six, can you? Because no. of the the drama, the no. way it was done, the fact that you know six of them nearly got caught mm-hmm. in the first hour, yeah, is it, it, mad. So, yeah. right, um, time to rank them Ooh, in okay. order from best to worst. I've compiled my list and uh, see whether you agree with me on mine. Okay, so I'm going to go with worst um, all the way through to the best okay okay so the worst one for me um the worst launch is celebrity hunted series four because it reverted back to basically series one where they just started at a point and off they went okay there was no drama in it no there was was no real um thrill there was no like adrenaline burst straight away it was just a starting whistle off you go yep okay Um, then it's series two of the celebrity one um, as well because it was just a carbon copy of series one. Yeah. It lacked origin originality. Yeah. Um, it just felt like the same game and it was just a okay. little, little bit boring. Yeah. Um, and then um, I'm going to put celebrity series one. Yeah. Um, in seventh because yeah ten nine, no in eighth. Eighth. Um, because again. It was quite a standard thing, but it was the first. It's higher up in my rankings because it was the first one. Okay. So, um, you know, it, it, it goes up there in that one. Uh, next up, I'm going to go for series one of obviously now we're on civilian yeah. um, where they clearly were staggered because there's, there's no way of physically doing it. Um, I'm not a massive fan of that because they all left from the houses it didn't seem a rush. Yes, there's that initial, oh my God, we've got to get out. Um, mm-hmm. But there's not as much riding on it in terms of where am I? Where am I going? What am I going to do? I'm struggling to carry this equipment. There's no jeopardy. That's the word I've been looking for for that jeopardy. minutes. Jeopardy. There was no <laughs> jeopardy in it at all. So uh, that's why I'm going for series one there. Next up, I'm going to go for series four of... Um, obviously the civilian one where in series four my reasonings uh, for that one are even though it's the clean sweep um and they are you know there is that little bit of jeopardy there as well it lets it down because they were given the option to recruit an accomplice to aid okay. their initial escape yeah so they knew where they were going yeah um, and they could plan their initial escape 
Um, and I think after the way, you know, because in Series 3 they'd not been given the chance to pre-plan, mm-hmm. it was like a step back for me. So that's that's why I'm going to choose that one. Then I'm going to jump up to Series 3 um, in the next place. Mm-hmm. Um, because, again, the helicopter was on him at the start. Yep. Um, it was the first time we'd seen the hunters and the fugitives go at the same time in yep. terms of being able to follow them and live track them and they were not given the chance to pre-plan. Yep. Um, then I'm going to put series five of the civilian series in third place. Um, quite similar. Um, you know, they had to um, discover where their location was and then make their escape. Mm-hmm. So they didn't know that. There was a little bit of jeopardy there as well. Um but it was inland and the options were quite yeah. vast in comparison to um, my joint winner. I simply cannot separate um, Civilian Series 6 and Celebrity Series 3 with the trackers. Um, if I had to nail my colours to the mask, which I'm presuming you're going to make me... Um, well, yeah, you don't want splinters in your ass. <laughs> certainly don't. Um, series 6 is going to, um, for me, come second... And the winner for me okay. is going to be the um, Celebrity Series 3, mainly because of the trackers. I love that element of the show. Okay. And that, that re- I think, had they had trackers, if they bring back the trackers for the civilian one, if they introduce that, yep. I think it will make it a really interesting watch. But the twist in the tale is the tracker has been placed, been planted somewhere on the fugitives and the fugitives Ooh, don't know yeah. where. Hidden so, in their bags. Yeah, the fugitives have got to figure out what mm-hmm. the tracker is. I like that. Yeah, that'd be good. So uh, that that's that's for me. Right, give me your top ten. Okay, I'm going to have splinters in my ass because my worst is a joint. My worst is Celebrity 1 and 2 joint because they're basically the same. Yeah, I was... They're basically the same, same, so we're going with that. Um, Then I'm going to Celebrity Series 4, because it's just, they're on a boat, they're in a pier, they're somewhere where they all know they're London. It's nothing big. Uh, Then I'm going to Normal Series 1, then I'm going to 2, then I'm going to 4, then I'm going to 3, then I'm going to 5, but then my final two are the opposite way around to you. I like Celebrity 3 for the tracker, but I think that Series 6 is the best launch because they're on an island. The drama, the panic. Series 6 is my favourite launch. I'll give you that one. I'll give you that. Right. Obviously, Series 7 coming up in the new year. And, of course, the Stand Up to Cancer Celebrity version as well. Yes. What things do you want to see for the launch? I'd be very, very surprised if... The celebrity one mixes it up. They will probably just start at the They'll same start point in London and, off, and, somewhere. and off you go. Um, but what do you want to see? Build me your ultimate launch. Okay, I would like. I like when they're all released together. So everyone in a van, on a boat somewhere. I don't think I'd like to. I'd like to see an island again, but I don't think I'd like to see it this close but i think a coast somewhere so don't go city center don't go somewhere really populated go for a coast so it could be blackpool it could be cornwall it could be somewhere the other side of the country norfolk it 
could be somewhere the other south side of the country but a coast because then you are trapped from one side so i would like to see a coastal drop off boat van i don't care how um maybe a tracker that isn't activated at the start so when they are released or launched or whatever we're saying the tracker isn't active there is like say 30 minute hour two hour something countdown and maybe every half an hour or something there's a little beep so they know it's there and they know it's counting down but do they choose to try and find it in their bag straight away or do they choose to run for a bit and then try and find it now I've got a couple of thoughts in my head and people right. are going to probably scream at their you know, devices when okay. they're listening to this. I've always had this thing in my head. We did an escape room um, yes. a while back. I think it was in Cumbria where we went down some stairs into the cellar, yep. in, into the room, and we were chained to the wall. That was Cumbria, yeah. Yeah. I, all the ones that we've seen so far, you know, they're bang out away. Okay. Right. So bear with me on this, people. I like the element of danger. Okay. If you think about people escaping, sometimes they're escaping from prison. Yes. Okay, Okay. I get it, yeah. Okay. So I would like the fugitives to be collected, Mm -hmm. driven to a location, Mm -hmm. blindfolded, taken down to um, a basement, and chained... Okay, so a bit bit hostage-esque. Hostage-esque, okay. Yeah. Um, and they have to work out a combination or yep. work together to get the keys. To get them out. To get them out. Okay, yep. They don't know where they are. Yep. Um, they don't know how long they've been down for, therefore. Mm-hmm. They don't know where the hunters are. Nope. And... Yep. They have to make their escape. Okay. They have no pre. They have no belongings. Yeah. They've got the clothes on their back. Okay. They've got no money. Yep. They've got no nothing. All they've got is the clothes on their back, and their wits. I like it. Simultaneously. Yep. The hunters. Yeah. Have to crack a code. Oh. To figure out where they are. I like it. So, you remember? I can't remember what series it was, but this has happened once. I'm not just dreaming this. The hunters had to decipher a location for the um, for the extraction. To f- rather than uh, figuring it out from people's movements, yep. they were told where it was, but they had to break the code. Yes, I'm sh- yeah. it might have been Ben's series as chief. You know. Yeah, I feel like it. Yeah, I remember. I remember it. I just can't remember which one it was. So ha- they had to turn code breaker. Yes. So I would like. Whilst the fugitives are having to escape by means of unpicking the padlock yep. um, and um, you know decipher and deciphering and getting out and figuring mm-hmm. out where they are, the hunters at the same time have to figure out the location yep. by cracking the code. At which point, then they can deploy their units, yep. their ground units, and their air and then they can mm-hmm. look at cctv yep the twist is when the hunters crack the code of the location mm-hmm. the fugitives if there are any remaining that are still chained up are set free 
Because Ooh. at that point, then they will both be on the same path. Oh, I like it. Yeah. Yeah. So no tracks because I think that would be too. That would be one step too much. Yeah. Yeah. But I think in terms of the element which we we've so so liked is mm-hmm. the danger. Yeah. And having to think on the feet, having that, having both sets of, having both groups, having both sides, both having to do something in order to to. For one side, get they've free, got to earn and for it. the other side, catch up. Yeah. They've got to earn it. And I think, you know, sometimes detective work is not all about following and tracing. It's You've got to work stuff out. Yeah. Yeah. They have to unlock the, you know, their, crack their code mm-hmm. to get the case files and to get yeah. the information of, of where they are. They've got to hack. They've got to figure out. They've got to sort it out. Maybe it's even a little challenge for some of the ground team where they've got to say, right, get to this location, it's here. Um, uh, we've placed a folder with the names in at this location. Can you figure out what this is? Off you go. And I like that. A little bit of cat and mouse. Just something a little bit different, which yeah. is not just, right, um, they're on a boat, <gasps> everyone looking nervous, choppers up in the air, Jordan's two days mm. behind. Bang. Sorry, Jordan. Sorry, Jordan. Um, you know, this might be where he comes into his own. Jordan may well be an expert cracker he may have done loads of uh escape rooms and he loves a good puzzle yeah so i you know i'd like to see that puzzle escape element come together and then off you go yeah and i think maybe there should be some rewards in place for the people that get out first second and third here's a car here's Mm. um 500 quid yep here's uh an untraceable phone i like it yep um I just had a had a remembering moment. The code breaking thing. It was Ben's series. It was a an advert in a newspaper. Yes. Because all the hunters in the cars were trying to break it too at the same time. Yes, and one of them did, I think. Yes. It was actually one of the ground yeah. hunters that broke so, it. Might have been Carl. Oh, I can't remember. Can't remember. Can't remember that much. I just remember them all being sat in the car with their little pens yeah, on the newspapers. Like really yeah. But I like that. I loved that. It, that's we've not talked about that at all. But that's such a brilliant. Yeah, that's moment clever. Because it's a different part of detective work. So yeah. let's get that in there. Yep, yeah, I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Let us know what you think um, yeah. at home. Uh, let us know what your top ten um, are. Let us know what you think you'd like to see in future series. What you'd be best at what you'd be worst at yeah all of that stuff interact with us on social media um you can find us on instagram right go on oh sorry um at hunted pod uh we're on twitter also at hunted pod or you can email us at huntedpod at outlook.com speaking of getting in touch we have got some exciting guests coming up in future days do we think the time is right to reveal a guest? Because we've been teasing it for a couple of weeks. Ooh, do we or do we keep it a secret? Oh, I don't know. What What would you like to do? What do you think? Um, I think we should keep it a secret. Okay, we're going to keep it a secret. Except for the fact that the person we've got coming on... Yep. ...has been on Team Hunter Woo! before. Um, and he's a big player and we have mentioned him. They are in an the show ex today. Hunter. Ex Hunter. So, social media platforms where you'll find out all the information you need. Send us your questions, your comments, Ooh, all yeah, of questions. that stuff. Want all of that stuff. Uh, questions in. for an ex Hunter, please. Absolutely. Uh, at Hunted Pod, uh, Instagram, Twitter, 
and huntedpod at outlook.com on the email. That's correct. Right, that's all we've got time for this week. I um, don't know what we're going to do now, because mm. we've not got any more Hunter to watch. We'll go find something to watch. Yeah, we'll have Whilst to watch really it. everyone else, you know, does the, does the yeah. liking, does the rating, and does the subscribing. Yes, excellent work. Please Thank help you. us grow. Please uh, share it on all your social medias. Tell your friends, like, rate, and subscribe. And uh, make sure you join us next time for another Hunted podcast when we turn interrogators. Looking forward Ooh. to it already. We are actually going to maybe get some answers to some of our questions. Oh, that'd be good. We haven't done quick fire this week. No. Do you want to do a quick fire? Quick, a, qu- a quick quick fire, which is not quick fire. I don't know if I've got any. Favorite Lisa quote. Ooh, soft shite. Um. Go on. Go, oh, no, I want to know your favorite Lisa quote. Oh, you're asking me for yeah. mine as well. Um, you're my favorite. You are. <laughs> His little smile. His little smile. Oh. I think that's all I've got. I also like Raimondo. Yeah, Raimondo. Raimondo. I love how she calls him that. It's brilliant. Anyway. Yes. That's I haven't it. got any questions, so Me sorry, neither. guys. Yeah. It's a bit of a flat ending, really, mm. but there you go. Anyway. Um, hope you've enjoyed what you've listened to. Of yep. course, we we'll, might as well say it again, haven't we? Yeah. Um, at Hunted Pod. On Twitter and Instagram. And huntedpod at outlook.com. For emails. And don't forget to like. Rate. And subscribe. And join us next time on the Hunted Podcast. All that's left to say now is your time on the pod is over. You have been hunted down. Bye. Take you to the hovercraft and you can get on the hovercraft or Yes, yes, please, yes, the hovercraft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What okay, yeah. What is a hovercraft? With the hunters closing in and the weather deteriorating fast, all eleven fugitives are still trying to get off the island. Fugitives Katie and Liam have arrived at the hover terminal. Jesus Christ. But they're not alone. Mother and son, Shoba and Amarinda. Should we get a lollipop? Can I have a lollipop? And sisters, Abby and Grace, have also had the same idea. Excuse me. Are you doing a hover? Service. Yeah. It's one going at quarter past. Oh, it's going to be around quarter two now. Isn't it? Quarter two. It's half an hour late. But the extreme weather is delaying the hovercraft. It's quarter two now. I'm literally going to get everybody We've just got some CCTV in, in relation to Katie and Liam. Hovercraft in Pride Harbour. Okay, so that looks like positive identification in the corner. There is more than one set of fugitives there. 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 So okay. there's potentially two so that, sets of fugitives. So that's the two girls who we surmise are our sisters. The hovercraft's there, going there, to there, south. There. Another one, another Back one. In. That's the sun. Three teams. Current ETA, four minutes, uh, 1.5 miles out over. Come on, let's get you in the fucking bag early. Send your package before day one's even finished. Um, just with the hovercraft supervisor at the terminal. He's told me that all hovercrafts are cancelled from this moment onwards. The last one to leave was 1100 hours. They've got away. Oh, they've been lucky. They've been lucky. Fuckers. Ready for a fight, believe me When they try the chains, you can say no, free me